darling. We get to go have a one-on-one -on -one lunch with Rue. Oh, buffet. Yes. Do you like a mint, darling? Just one. Just the one. Yeah. Thank you. Sitting there having lunch with RuPaul was one of the most surreal things I've ever done. You know, I, I wonder what it's like to be sequestered this way. Do you feel like a prisoner of war? I mean, I do miss talking to my mom. I speak to my dad, you know, a couple times a month. I guess I'm closer with my mom than I am my dad. They're not together? No. When did they separate? When I was seven. You know, I my parents divorced when I was seven also. It was really tough on me, and I think I went into music and this sort of imaginary world. What reaction did you have to their divorce? I look at my mother. She's like my golden Oscar statue, you know, and I love her. And when I saw what she went through with my father's divorce, it killed me. And I swore, I said, I will never do that to anybody in my life. And whenever I've gotten into a relationship, it's really killed me because I'm like, why do I have to be my mom now? And a lot of times when you're with someone and they hurt you, you don't want to have anything else to do with them. Expectations lead to resentments. And when you allow people to just be themselves, the relationship can really grow. It was very nice to sit there and talk with Brew one-on-one and it be about me, not all about drag and shop and all that. Our lunch has to end now. Can we get a doggy bag? <laughs> Thank you. Well, every villain has an origin story. Right? I mean, it was it was tough to get together with Raven this season, obviously. But I will say, once she said, why do I have to be my mom now? I was Ugh. like, all right. All right. If you're going to read from my journal, we can talk, Raven. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, if you're gonna be what relatable a story fuck, to be relatable to. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. all of a sudden, you kind of uh, see why hurt people hurt people, right? I think that was kind of what came out of this was like, there were a couple instances here, I think for all three of the queens, where something happened or something was said where I was able to then like look back and go, oh, everything makes sense now. And yeah. to me, that this was the moment for Raven. Right. I mean, even expectations, I mean, even the, the teachings of RuPaul here, right? Like yeah. expectations lead to resentments something Raven can take on, right? Mm -hmm. With her expectations of the competition, her expectations of other competitors, her expe expectations of herself. And then also to allow people to be themselves, right? When you're dating them, right? She's kind of giving her dating advice. Here. Right, right. Um, but, in, but allowing people to be themselves mm -hmm. and not imposing your own ideas and your own thoughts and your own standards onto somebody else and allowing somebody to just kind of blossom into who they are. Um, is a really great lesson for her to learn in the 11th hour here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it I mean, she doesn't learn it as yeah. we hear in the Untucked, but it definitely felt like RuPaul in these lunches. She was kind of like a fortune cookie vending machine. She was like, <laughs> uh, expectations lead to resentments. Lucky numbers two, four, seven, sixteen, fifty-four, and seventy-two. Like right, it was a right, little, right, right. it was a little on the, the nose. Chinese word for hamburger is exactly. Yeah, yeah. And but at the same time, it's like I can't get mad for RuPaul for trying to like insert these ideas into her show. Oh my know? god! Of course, no. Yeah. It's 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 brilliant. It's right. wonderful. And you know these lunches quote-unquote lunches yeah. went on longer than sure. what we saw these are just uh, compilations of clips yeah sure um yeah you know i really um i think the hurt people hurt people is a really good way to sum up a lot about raven and a lot about the things about raven that i don't like i mean you know 
it, it goes without saying that I still think Raven is incredibly talented. Yeah. And uh, is, a, is a huge... She's utilized by RuPaul. Yeah, I mean, she's a huge figure in the Drag Race world. She comes back for All-Stars. She's now RuPaul's makeup artist. Like, Raven is, is incredibly talented. And what we're seeing, I mean... David. David is incredibly talented, yes. And what we're seeing is is David in 2010, the same way we saw Tatiana slash Joey in 2010. Right. I'm totally open to people growing or only seeing a certain side of somebody. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated... I believed this scene and I appreciated it because it was like, yeah, you couldn't fake this. This is pretty fucking real. Yeah. Oh, you know? no, I didn't. I believed every word of it. I believed yeah. every tear. I think this was yeah. hard for her to talk about. And it yeah. was probably something that she kind of came to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You, it, it kind of makes sense. It's like, OK, this is why she's an ice queen. This is why she's cold. Because yeah. she, uh, you know, is as we kind of learn to be tough and also tough on herself and tough mm -hmm. on others. There's a running, there's an interesting running theme in two different ways about these three Queens that, sh that I think shows up a lot this episode. And one of them is, um, how each of them responds to their adversities and, and sometimes in sort of negative ways, you know, Raven saying here, like having to kind of protect yourself, feeling like she's just having to fulfill her mother's role in relationships and she rejects people when, yeah. yeah, to not have to endure that. And, in Untucked, Tyra talks about, you know, like they're kind of talking about how early on she wasn't very like present. Right, right. And she's they like, showed clips of it, which yeah. was amazing to see the clips of her like first episode. I was yeah. like, who is that child? Right. But she makes a comment about how it was a defense mechanism yeah. and that she was like, you know, you, you just got to protect yourself, you know, and she's learned that she needed to protect herself in life. Right. And for Jujubee, she talks about in her lunch with Rue about answering to Faggot and and the ways that she, and it's interesting because the ways that she's responded to her adversity is a lot more positive. Yeah. She's well, she had a father figure in her life that was so yeah. positive despite her mother, you know? Well, that's the other running theme here is about parents. Yeah. It's RuPaul know, being the mother. Yeah. And then to we, these three girls. Yeah. It's, I mean, who have know. parenting issues. Yeah. I mean, Raven has a distant father, but she's got her best friend of a mother. Right. Juju's got a dead. Who she can't call. Who she can't call. Uh, Juju's got a dead father and a distant mother. Tyra doesn't have her parents in her life and she's trying to be a good father and mother right oh that's brilliant so yeah. all like it's just a it's an incredible theme to introduce to season two of drag race is um gay people and their parents right you know right because oh my god it's like perfect yeah for to connect with an audience for right sure right because it, and these are three different examples of how complicated that relationship can be yeah of course not just for gay people i think everybody's oh, got obviously nuances yeah. to their parent relationship right but i think for gay people it's something that we we kind of all identify. It's like, oh, right. yeah. Well, you know, it's also a way for gay people and straight people to connect over. It's like, yeah, we all have fucked up fathers or mm -hmm. we all have fucked up mothers. Or so, oh, There's always something going on, right? Right. Something it's, it's a way. It's a way. Oftentimes, mm -hmm. I feel like straight people, you know, whenever I see, I have a, like one of my straight friends, it's always a very natural kind of interaction with their parents. And I'm like, oh, man, how yeah. does that work? Like, they're in their world, right? right their parents right. raised them, and they're in the same world where, yes. you know, it's it's just not the same with gay people. We have to see the world bigger than our parents sometimes, and it yeah. creates this this rub. Yeah, we, we one of the, the formative experiences, if you're gay or any kind of other outsider, is realizing that the world that you're growing up in that your parents have fostered is not true for you. Right. You know, right. That you um, don't, that you don't fit in, that you don't fit in. Yeah. And I, and, I and think, that's a beautiful know. thing. Yeah. Right. But at the time you want to fit in, right. We it's, talked about that. Of before. course, of course. Yeah. I think it's like a natural thing of like, Oh, I want to be a part of my tribe. Right. You know, right. And, and not realizing that there is a tribe for who you are. Right. Exactly. But it's not technically often in your, um, you know, biological family. Yeah. And oftentimes it's very violent the way that the world makes people try to fit in. Right. We, mm -hmm. we see that violence all the time. Sure. Uh, whether it's 
gender violence yeah. or yeah exactly mm-hmm. um, yeah. calling you faggot right 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 um, just calling you out and, and and forcing you to to be something you're not perhaps yeah to yeah. to join the track team just to shut people up sure you know? sure instead of the you know singing into a mirror why not no yeah. shame in that game yeah. throw a towel on you know yeah exactly live your truth you know I want to just kind of go back because I know that we've been harsh on Raven and and people have been harsh on Tyra and I think something that you said spoke to me which was that um you know people people need a chance to grow mm-hmm. and that looking back in 2010 and then looking at who they are now in 2017 we have to allow that there was growth there yeah we have to give them a chance to see that right we need to give them you know the, uh, a second chance of sorts yeah yeah um, and I think I think that goes for a lot of things going on in our society right now and I'm not not necessarily talking about like uh, the sexual assault allegations or anything like that but mm-hmm. I'm talking about people that voted for Trump or yeah. people that voted for Hillary or you know uh, we're so easy to dismiss people like Raven we're so easy to just be like nope we right. don't agree. You're right. done. I hate you. Yeah, because you made one decision or you expressed one opinion I didn't like. Right. Like you... Hillary, you know, and Barack Obama, they, they both evolved on the gay issue. Right. 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 And mm-hmm. we have to be able to like, okay, you evolved. Right. Right. It's okay. It's better that you evolved. Right. Like my father. It's better that you evolved. Yeah. Right. So I forgive that. Like I have to come to terms with that. Yeah. We want people to evolve. We're sitting here fighting for change, yeah. whatever that means. But then when the change happens, we can't then be resentful because it didn't happen because it had to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. well, this is, yes, if you're going to, if they're going to change, then you have to accept that and forgive the older version. Yeah. So if we're going to bring it to this drag race world, it's like Tyra was kind of a, you know, kind of a mean, mean kind of blocked bitch when she first started and she was causing to drama. Herself. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, can we forgive that? Yeah. You know, I also think this episode, we get the full picture of why Tyra had played dirty sometimes. Yeah. Like, not to jump the gun, but like I felt it more than I've ever felt in the past. This was do or die for Tyra Sanchez. She needed to win this competition. And when you watch this season from the lens that Tyra had no choice but to win this competition, you understand why she did everything that she did. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we'll talk about it later, but yeah, uh, RuPaul sees it. Yeah. Completely. But I think that it's, you know, it's the tenacity of Tyra Sanchez the tenacity of tires that's what matters more yeah. so than whether yeah. she played fair or played clean Yeah, and more so whether she went on to be a star and went on to do all of the amazing things that social media she didn't have to propel her career like some of the queens do now sure um i mean there were you know it was harder season one and mm-hmm. season two as you know with bb zahara mm-hmm. and and even uh raja mm-hmm. i mean it was harder for them to populate th- those streams of income to kind yeah. of stay afloat there the the platforms are broader and more efficient now than they were before. Yeah, so we kind of have to just isolate Tyra as the winner in this whole season and not be like, you know, not to also jump the boom, boom gun, Mm -hmm. but, you know, to Raven's message on the mirror, it's like, you'll never be a star. It's like, okay, there might be truth in that. Right. That she didn't have as much charisma as some of the other winners have had. Right. But, uh, or staying power in that sense. But she won this competition fair and square. She won season two. I have zero doubts, zero, zero reservations, zero regrets or regrets for that matter about Tyra winning season two. I still want. I have some Jugrats. Oh, some Jugrats. Some, some, some Jujugrats. Juju. Yeah. Juju. Uh, yeah. Juju. Uh. Juju. Regrets. Yeah. Juju and regrets. Sure. Sure. Who doesn't? Yeah. But 
Um, Especially after this challenge. I mean, <laughs> but you know, this is kind of like season eight with Chi Chi Devane. Like right. she did so well yeah. and it just, it sucks. Darian Lake, she did really right. well. Right. Um, but at, at that point it's kind of like, oh, you know, honey, this the, the decision's kind of been made. Right. You know, right, 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 I really right. think by the time they you get to You need a wristband these, to be back here. Right. You need team. a wristband if you want to be back here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like by the time they get to these episodes, the decision has always been made. Maybe season three, I could see it coming down to Alexis or Yara. Jinx Monsoon, I don't think they knew top three it was going to be her. I knew that it wasn't going to be Roxy. By the time they got to top four? Jinx. You think they didn't know Jinx was going to be the top three? But Alaska? I don't mean the winner. I mean by the time they oh, got to who's top gonna be four, top three? who's going to be the top three? Yeah. They know. Yeah, and then Peppermint turned it out. Well, then Peppermint turned it out, and, and I wonder if there were other, you know, they already kind of knew how things were going to pan out. Okay. Um, I just, I, I think that, you know, Juju B is, is much like a Chi-Chi, is much like a um, Kennedy. Kennedy did great. Yeah. She, she was great. Um, Darian, uh, I, I think Detox, I think it was time to go. I think that it was fair. She she wasn't she she wasn't bringing the fire, you know, much like Juju. It was like, OK, you're here and you've got a lot of light, but you're not bringing the fire. Yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, Latrice, I mean, oh I, I think that was kind of a. I mean, when we get to season four, it's going to be a while, Marys. But when we get to season four, as much as I love Latrice, there's an objective point of view that Latrice wasn't as strong in the competition. She was just a wonderful queen That's and a wonderful person. Exactly. Someone that you like can look up to figuratively yeah. and physically. She had some weak looks. She wasn't always great in the challenges, but she was a phenomenal person. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? But yeah. I will say, like, you know, there's there's something to be said about a winner being a wonderful person. I mean, Sasha Velour. Of course. That people sometimes say is a wonderful person. And Bianca Del Rio, mm -hmm. who shows that she has this heart, but, mm -hmm. like, not much style. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I have no problem with a, with a, a queen. Who would complain if Latrice won, you know? No. Except maybe, you know, a sizist or a racist. Right, right. But I think this is what we talk about where they're like there's different levels and if you're a hundred and fifty percent charisma right, right but you're right, only fifty percent right. talent you know what that could that work works. it could yeah. balance out I, I could see latrice being a winner certainly if i'm not if i'm being honest yeah um well anyway this we we got into this discussion because of raven's heartfelt lunch yes. quote unquote with rupaul but mm -hmm. we should move on why don't you tell our marys what they're listening to. Well, they're of course listening to another episode of All Right Mary. RuPaul? <laughs> I'm sick of your little podcast about Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And today we are just about wrapping up our season two recap with, I don't even know the name of this episode. The grand finale. Is that all it is? The grand finale? Um, I am channeling our squirrel friends today. I'm a little drunk from brunch, so I don't know how you guys do it. Drunk. I don't know how they record drunk. I am literally, I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, oh God, this is going to be tough. But Alan, I'm, yeah, he's turning into soup right now. Everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm caramelizing before my eyes. I'm miso at best, <laughs> but I'm here and I'm ready. Salty as shit. Salty as shit, <laughs> uh, but ready. Um, galvanized and ready to take the crown. So, um, so yeah. So that I'm, I'm excited. I we are here. We, we are here. This is the end mm -hmm. of season two as we know it. We're gonna find out the winner, Tyra Sanchez. Tyra Sanchez. Uh, um, I mean, you know, I you know, because the reunion, the season two reunion, to me is so meaningful that it's like that's. Oh, I'm, season two reunion was. I'm like, still waiting worked out for some that. Shit. Yeah. yeah, but this is. Uh, yeah, this is a good episode. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, you want, should we just jump right we in? We should. You know, Juju has to clean the mirror. I think mm-hmm. this is one of the first times we see, maybe the second time we see the uh, lip syncer right. clean off their competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I feel like Tyra and Raven were kind of like, fuck you, Tatiana, and they didn't even want to bother. Yeah, yeah, they're like, whatever. Yeah, I, you know, this scene, this moment, this this energy in the room, it feels like a fixture of every season. It's when you get to the, the, the finalists. Right. And they're all kind of remarking it like, oh my God, the room is so empty. Right, right. We've come so far and there were so many people and I can't believe we got here. And yeah. like, there has to be a sense of relief that like it's like on Survivor when mm-hmm. you get to the final breakfast. Right. Uh-huh. And it's only three people or sometimes two people left and they get this amazing feast and they're mm-hmm. like, we don't have to play the game right now. We just have to go to the tribal council. Right. There's no elimination. <laughs> it's just keep playing the game to the end. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Or, or keep doing whatever you have to do to the end. Right. And so there is this sense of like I mean they have to work a lot in this episode, but they they Oh, they, yeah, they, they did a lot. It's a lot of work. Yeah. But I feel like at this point, it's kind of like, okay, <sighs> the competition is kind of done. Right. I have to just win it now. Yeah. 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 Um, I, you know, I liked in this sort of like workroom discussion when they were talking about when they thought they were going to go home. Oh, yeah. And I did t- you a favor. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Tyra's like, I thought I was going to go home and all my bridesmaids jumped on me. I was like, clever girl. <laughs> clever girl. But then there was that great moment with Juju. She's yeah. like, yeah, you know, because she said, oh, well, you called me out in front of the judges and now they're going to think I'm like this. And Juju's like, well, then they got to see you grow. Yeah. So, bitch, I did you a favor. And it's true. It's yeah. true. You know? it, that's exactly Be yourself. What Show who you are and, and grow from you it. You got a story arc. Look at yourself in the mirror. You yeah. Know? Don't be mad at that. Right. Um, don't be jealous of my boogie. Don't be jealous of my boogie. Yeah, I think the squirrel friends when they did their recap of this, they were like, it was like a micro moment that they like gave a lot of love to. Is the way that Juju kind of like turned and looked over I her shoulder. I did you a favor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the cue cards come in. I mean, Santino and Merle come in. So okay, so the notes <laughs> that I took on Santino and Merle, I, I oh my god, it just for me it just shows how natural RuPaul is at this. Yeah. Well, Santino comes in. <laughs> Hobo chic. He looks like he snuck out of brain surgery. <laughs> and then Merle looks like she's trying to hide like the fact that she's missing an ear. Yeah, like yeah. Like she's turned the whole yeah, time and she's yeah. got her hand. It's like. She has that bracelet on her forearm. Right. I'm like, okay, I get it's an 80s challenge, but Merle. Right. But Merle, I can tell you don't have a left ear. I can see it. Right. Merle. What do you want from me, Miss Merle? What do you want from me, Miss Merle? I can yeah. tell. Um, yeah, they are not. It's cringy. Good at this. It's cringy. Yeah. Especially Santino. I think Merle is kind of. Okay. Well's fine. But yeah. uh but Santino, it's like you they're never doing this again with you because no. you cannot do this. You did no. this last season. And you were terrible. And you were terrible. Mm-hmm. And it has not improved. So next season we'll just get Michelle. It's, he's so unnatural. He's just not like a he's not a showman. He's not a jovial mm-hmm. person, you know? And yeah, and it's just crazy to me because it's like I don't know, like it's that and Michelle does this as well when she has to do these these moments yeah where there's there's just an elevation of their voice right they they kind of do a very weak impression of a of an announcer Mm -hmm. and it's like just don't do that yeah just use your own voice right like it's i i have to imagine there are moments for directors where when you're not an actor it's hard to use somebody else's words and make them sound like your own like i get it i get that that this isn't their thing but why make them do the thing why make us sit through it right but there has to (laughs) there, there has to be that moment where a director has to say to actors Stop acting. Yeah, right. The problem right. is you're acting right now. Right. And then, meanwhile, Merle 
talks about Jujube overacting later in the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll get to that. I have notes on that. Um, um, yeah. So anyway, so they leave and we're all just kind of like, whatever. Uh, right. Bye, guys. Or, yeah. Like, see ya. Um, <laughs> Don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> too ob- late. Yeah. So too late. You've Obvi- succeeded. You've succeeded. Obviously, they they are filming a music video for RuPaul for Jealous of My Boogie. Right. Uh, the staple that happens. The right. The right. last challenge they're always filming. Yeah. And uh, so that takes us to uh, them pr- learning. And yeah. Right. Heffington. Little short white hairy boy. Yeah, I don't really. What is he like? A so he's a famous choreographer. Person? He's uh, won and been nominated for many MTV uh, Video Awards, mm-hmm. um, and he's most known for his uh, constant collaboration with Sia. So he oh. did the Sia sh- Chandelier video. He did Elastic Heart. So did he choreograph that little dancer, the little girl? Yeah, he oh. does all those little dances. All right, well, good for him. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the notes that I took in the in the choreography. Um, that they were doing it it was interesting that the challenges that the queens were having with the choreography perfectly correlated with the challenges they've had all season oh right right um, and and ryan Huffington, like he he like nailed he, each yeah, one he, he, he called each one out raven she was like she, slow she tr- to learn slow to learn it so she she can't really grasp stuff that's out of her wheelhouse like makeup and looks right 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 or the chicken or the chicken right yeah. and then and then tyra you know it's monotone missing She's, the personality yeah, standoffish mm-hmm. right right and then there's juju who is certainly bringing something to the table but it's not enough it needs to be elevated she's yeah. bringing a six thing it was a microcosm of the season. It yeah, was, I mean, it was really cool to see. It was cool to see. Yeah, him it was a call nice that all out. thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they did that on purpose. If they were like, <gasps> "This worked," right, right, right. Yeah. But or yeah. it just lost on the Drag Race audience. You know. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, uh, I liked him. I thought he had a good energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he he seemed like super professional. Um, mm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like uh, like some of the other choreograph- uh, choreographers I've seen on the show. Um, they seem too camera ready for me. Yeah. Were, who were the ones? Were they from All Stars 2? Those mean ones? Oh, yeah. Those mean Australian guys yeah. or whatever? I did not yeah. like them. Who were the ones that did the cheerleading? Because they were mean too, right? Oh, that was um, that was that guy. He was uh, Travis Wall's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was, was really it Travis? Like... Was he there as well? Or it was just. Mm, it might have been both. Um, Mary's can call us out, or yeah. I'm going to look it up actually. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I thought he had a good energy, and um. I love the dance. I mean, it turned out so well, and they. Yeah. They actually did it really, really well. Yeah, it was a good segment. Yeah. Um. So then that, of course, takes us to Tyra's lunch with, uh, with Rue. Um. Where RuPaul. Oh, these tic tac moments. I mean, it's problematic, and we can talk briefly about why it's problematic, and mm-hmm. then we can just kind of be like, it's also camp. But like, it's models funny. and, you know, artists aren't supposed to eat. Oh, sure, sure. There's that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I thought you meant the problematic part was that RuPaul looked like she came fresh from a car wash. <laughs> um, I mean, she just, she looked, it was like, what happened? <laughs> Oh my god! She looked like uh, you know she came off Project Runway set. So. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, she she looked like Zelda from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Zelda's dead. Zelda's, Zelda's dead. dead. <laughs> oh my um, god! So, and this was where you know, I don't even know if I because I love statements like this. I get into this shit, but when Rue says to Tyra about like anger is always a symptom of fear, I was like. Whoa. Okay, let's let's like it. It felt to me a little bit like word salad. I was like, "Is that true?" I mean, I've mm. heard the ideas that like, you know, and I'm sure RuPaul's pulling from this, but like Marianne Williamson or Return to Love, of course, in Miracles, the idea is always that like there's really only two states of being: there's only love or fear. And so I can understand that like anger could come from you know, obviously not coming from love. Um, but it's uh, 
I appreciate, again, as I said before, I appreciate when RuPaul brings these lines into the conversation. Right. But sometimes I think that she's putting them on a shelf that the queens can't reach. And so it's kind of useless. Um, what was the line? Uh, anger is always a symptom of fear. Ang- oh, right. I mean, it, it's almost like it's a platitude, right? It's like, oh, okay. And? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's like, okay, well, that's, you know. But it's important to know, right? It's like when you're angry about something, you have to re- recognize what am I angry about mm-hmm. or yeah, what, am I, what am I afraid of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we between the lunches, we uh, we get introduced to Robert Verdi, who is their uh, stylist coach. I've seen this guy before on like E! News or something. I don't know. He feels to me like some kind of like... I just found him so attractive. He's right. Oh my God. He, what was that? I don't know why because he's not, not he's not like, oh my type, but I'm not into like guys who dress well. Like I'm not into like someone who like dresses up. So it was like, oh, you're like, mm, you know, fancy for my taste. Oh, but I But then like when care. they got to a close up to him, oh I was God, like, the close up oh. was everything. I was like, oh. He had, he had this striking face, these beautiful lips. Oh, you know, it's like, um, put that whole bald head inside of me. Give me a bald guy. Me, yeah, exactly. Right? Delicious. Um, um, yeah, I was into it. And, you know, I again, this reminds me of the times when we have Matthew Anderson coming in mm-hmm. or we have uh, Lady Gaga even. Like one mm-hmm. of those moments where you kind of get like a master class yeah. with your own stuff, you know? Right. You know, I thought it was interesting though when he was talking to Juju though and she like didn't understand the 80s at all. I was like, aren't you the same queen who is sitting there talking about Tatiana needing to like, you know, know her references and be cultured and like know her history and like you don't know the 80s because you were born in 89? Like, it was just weird to me. I thought- Tyra? No, Juju. Oh, Juju. I was just like, Juju, like- so what if they weren't born in the eighties or like know your references? It yeah. Just, it and seemed... Raven, Raven says it right. Right. Mm-hmm. She's like, you got to know a little bit about everything. Right. But I also think Juju just said the same thing an episode or two ago. So I was yeah. very surprised oh, that, that this, she was kind of stuck here. Um, that... Oh, okay. So I found out the answer to what, to the cheerleading challenge. Uh, people, this took a lot of work. Yeah. You were like, so Dom Palange, because I remember thinking it was Palangi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom Palange, world champion cheerleading coach. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he was a fit little fiddle, that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And he is, uh, I mean, he, he is engaged to Travis Wall. Yeah. So God, got I, it. I don't even, I can't even, I, don't, I can't even think about that. It's too many, too much prettiness in one bed. They are, yeah, I don't know. Like w- when they look in the mirror, they're like, we look great. You right, know? right. Do they ever have like, wh- yeah, what are their ugly moments? Yeah, yeah. they don't have them. It's no. fine. Yeah. Um, I bet they don't even go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> that kind of guy. So Yeah, Robert Verdi, sexy as fuck is what I wrote. Yeah, down. yeah. I, mean, I was into it. Into I was surprised it. that I was so into it. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the Ruin Raven lunch. Um, so I think we can kind of. Well, and we, well we, then uh, Tyra gets consulted uh, and, you know, we hear more about the 80s look and he actually gives her good advice. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you can refine your character. Right. Actually, right. with more research on like what RuPaul does, because mm-hmm. RuPaul takes all of these women that mm-hmm. she's inspired by right. and creates her look. And I think Tyra needs to look into that more. I mean, Tyra, it's not like she needs much help. No, but I think that but there think, needs to be a brand of sorts. Right. I think what's smart about that is because Tyra is a throwback queen. 
that's part of her appeal is that Tyra yeah. is this old school queen, yeah. but it's fresh and new. That's what Matthew said about her, I think, during the wedding dress challenge. Right. And it's something that I think RuPaul is really attached to is like she has all of these like old school techniques and tricks, but she's fucking 21. Right. Um, so, so his advice is actually really smart is like you're already kind of doing this and you don't know it. Yeah. If you were doing this with education, you could be killing it here right with your right. references yeah and and be so Although, much more but and you know here's here's a you know unpopular opinion but maybe sometimes educate too much education too much study leads to pastiche or leads to kind of quoting you start being and too deliberate exactly sure. so there's like composers that are sometimes like don't listen to right this because then know, all you're going to hear you're is only going to play that you're yeah. only going to create stuff like that yeah i get that i you know there's uh because if she's doing it and it looks fabulous, I mean, there there is something to that. There's a there's this balance, I think, with with what your inspiration is or what your kind of like influences are. I remember back in um, in college, I uh, I was you know I was an honor student because I was such a, so so exceptional. Oh, were you? I was so brilliant and so. Oh, really? Yeah, I was. You just, were an honor student. I was so raven, and so part of this, there were different like little workshops and you're beautiful. Stuff. You're a model. You look like Land mm-hmm. Evangelista. I was stoned in my tights from freshman year. Ain't no thing. Uh, but anyway, there was Joyce Carol Oates came to speak at, um, at Ithaca. And so for the honor students, she did a little separate speech and, Privilege. uh, yeah, well, what can I say? Um, <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, so, uh, we were she was talking about influences and you know when you're a writer it's like especially when you're a young writer um it's hard to avoid influences and it's hard to avoid like sounding like other writers yeah. and what she had said was like don't resist that she said basically what you want to do is you want to just ingest all of those influences and then essentially produce an amalgamation of that that has your own um uh your voice. own yeah, your own voice um which essentially sounds like pooping out you know your own your own ideas thanks for using pooping on the podcast Colin. you know couldn't help it yeah that, that. essentially jo- joyce carol oates's uh advice to writers is you know poop it out you know what <laughs> this is an explicit podcast yeah you know so one of our sponsors iTunes. is not squatty potty yes. but one of these days one of these days yeah um so i say that only because i i i think it's okay if your influences show but there's this very fine line between your influences showing and you doing a ripoff of your influences right and and it's i don't know how you define that line but i think it's um i think you should be aware of it yeah you know you know moving back to this lunch issue because we're about to talk about uh juju's mm-hmm. juju's lunch and uh rupaul says oh i'm on a diet so i'll just have one um i don't think it would fly now hmm. considering that season nine featured eating disorders Oh, yeah. This would not be happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. even though it's a joke, Mm -hmm. you know, tell us a joke, Uh, even though it's just a joke, even even though that, you know, they're kind of poking fun at at this culture. Right. Um, Yeah. It's too sensitive. No. Just like she male. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I think these are the things that come with being a more sensitive society and a more sensitive culture is that... um, and I, and I and there are people I think who are frustrated by that. That's like, oh, it's just a fucking joke, you know. It's just like an old right, paradigm of like right. it's just a fucking joke, right? But if, you, if but for somebody that actually has an eating disorder and is seeing that, it's actually not that funny. Well, of course, yeah. But that's like that's the tide shift. That's right. where we are now. Right. It's like there's now a sensitivity to that, and it's like the sacrifice of being more sensitive is being less 
open with yeah. jokes like this. Right. Yeah. Um, or at least. Or just being more deliberate and also thinking more deeply about, yeah. you know, what, what, what we're creating, what well, narratives it, we're creating I think with media. It challenges you to be a little bit more creative because like. Oh, sure. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm on a diet to molding a Tic Tac. It's right. like, oh. I don't know. I feel like that joke's got 1988 all over. Yeah, it, and now they know? have a podcast, right? Yeah. Where they they you know have that kind of thing, right? Right, right. Exactly. They can they can have those jokes. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, Juju's lunch with Raven with Rue. I feel like they've covered a lot of these bases. They talked oh, about their father. This, yeah, this yeah. was nothing new for yeah. Juju B. It, it certainly wasn't the the more compelling one. It was Raven's lunch. That yeah, I think that was, was really compelling. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tyra, you know, continuing to talk about her son. I mean. You know, it's. I think it, I found it really sweet that he cares so much for him. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that that to me, that story is right on brand. This idea yeah. of, you know, having such uh, a drive. Right. Right. I I think that it was it. They've been building up. Like you know, in the past before we did the season, I always said that like they had to really quickly make us like Tyra Sanchez by the last episode so she could win. Right. But I take that back. I really think that like. We have every opportunity to like her by midway through the season, you know, after the wedding, just after challenge. the wedding, just challenge. Yeah, really. So yeah. like all of this just feels like a natural progression of right. getting to know Tyra. Yeah, no, I appreciate her. Um, <clears throat> then we get to my favorite part of this episode. Probably one of the most iconic moments for oh, RuPaul's yes. Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember just like gagging over this when I first saw this air. These dramatic um, scenes. Yeah, because yeah. I love camp. I love when RuPaul is acting and when she's, you know, mean and the slapping right. was amazing. Um, obviously, my introduction, uh, RuPaul, uh, I mm. really just want to create a remix right. uh, of the All Right, Mary theme song using RuPaul. I mean, it's all on you. Go for it. She said it the same way every time, Every Raven. time, RuPaul. Oh, God. You know, I found her performance just it wasn't funny enough. She looked kind of nervous, actually. Yeah. There wasn't... She wasn't letting go. She wasn't very loose. Yeah. And she was taking all... I know camp's supposed to be taken seriously, but it was too serious. It was like, no, no, Raven. This was Raven. This is kind of like the way detox is in acting challenges sometimes, where it's like, this is detox doing this, and she's not letting go and just being the character. Right. I think Raven had the same issue. Oh, um, Raven. It was so Raven. very community theater, college college film kind of production. Yeah, you right. Know? And yeah. she didn't look very good either. I didn't like the wig. I thought it was actually, um, it worked against her. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I wasn't a big fan. Um, Tyra Tyra was She she can't act And then she got Make it hurt Or oh, make it hood Be really hood Slash yeah. you know Cause you know what they say Stay down Stay hood Stay here <laughs> Right And uh, then you know it, 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 There was this Kind of campiness Brought to it And even RuPaul mm-hmm. I think changed And it was well, A different scene After they gave her the note This is like a real Micro moment But after they gave her The note about Being really hood uh, When Rue slaps Tyra. Tyra kind of tur- like at her reaction as she like looks up from being slapped is so fucking good. Yeah, it's the tiniest moment. And they I cut it off. It. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, oh, Tyra, right? Stay no, hood, hood. Yeah, stay, stay hood. hood. And she really got it. It was really great. I was I was very proud of Tyra in the scene. Yeah, um, but clearly the best. And when I yeah. think about Juju B, I think about the reading challenge, and I think about this. Three minutes that went by Or yeah. minute and a half that went by I mean her first slap When she falls on oh, the ground yeah. I, What about me what about Juju B I mean when I right. think about Juju B's name I think of her saying it like that Yeah yeah oh yeah no She was Juju B She was on the floor the handout like, oh, oh, please God. Stop. Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought she was fantastic. Um, I just and the, fabulous. And, and the, the, the sparkly coat with mm-hmm. the shoulder pads. I mean, she killed this for me. Yeah. Yeah. The no, face. She, I mean, it was so perfect. It was over the top. It was campy. It was committed. And why didn't they use any of those clips? When they showed it later, when they showed her highlights, in her highlights, it was a completely different take. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I probably, because they didn't want Juju to look like she did better than the rest of them. You think that's exactly why? Yeah. Because I think that, like, it's, I think that's the same reason why, you know, Darian technically did so well in that scene. But they couldn't really (laughs) highlight that in the, ultimately, because it's like, oh, well, you're not really meant to win, you know? Mm. Um, And I think it's the same way for any of these queens who do well. This is a reality show. It's it's produced. It's not real. Right. It needs to make sense why you went home. Yeah. You know? Um, Because people only, people aren't going to look back and remember the history of like the queen during the season. A lot of people are just going to be paying attention to like how things are going up to that moment. Yeah, sure. Um, the dance routine, uh, we see them dance it and then they have to do the cat fight after, you know, there was that moment in the workroom when they have to change into the costumes that they gave them for mm-hmm. the thing. And we really see Tyra as a perfectionist. I mean, she comes off as kind of almost picky and annoying, but right. for me, I just saw, I was like, Oh no, she needs this to be impeccable. Exactly. I kind of had no issue with that. I was like, yeah, she she, Just because you guys got dressed quickly, it's like, well, she's taking her damn time. Well, and she she's says, got it. She says something like, I need this to top everything else that I've done. Right. Like, I need to keep going upward. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah, that made sense to me. Um, um, you know, the, the, the dance routine I thought was great. I think they all did really well. And then there was the whole cat fight thing. Uh, with Jujubee's eye. eye. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, if I look fine, I'll go on. Right. Which I loved. Right. Uh, I thought it was a really cute moment. Uh, later we see what happened in the workroom after and Raven is like salty as shit. Right. Nobody believes Tyra's apology. I believe Tyra's apology in the sense that it was a mischievous kid who did something wrong, mm-hmm. but it went really, really wrong and she hurt somebody. And right. she's like, oh, I actually feel really bad about right. that. I was but she doesn't feel bad about snatching a wig twice Twice. no no, she has no issue with that but like i think that i think that tyra was also committing to the scene there was remorse yeah Yeah, right yeah it was like well we had got out of hand yeah Yeah, got out of hand and i feel like for tyra she i mean i don't know tyra's life story i don't know her story but like this is a queen who's had to fight this is a queen who has had to be scrappy and i think if you put her in a situation of like here be scrappy i think she's going to channel that yeah. And play a little rough. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. she she needed to stand out in that scene. So yeah. she was doing it. I think everything that she did throughout the whole competition was I need to stand out. I need to stand mm-hmm. out. And and whether that be for good behavior or bad. Right. You yeah. Know? And you know, if you stand out, good or bad, it's it's money. Yeah, it's money. Know? It's press. It keeps you and, in the competition. You know, speaking of standing out, you know, they did the video shoot next in the mirror. Um, and she pulled focus the entire time during that. I was going to say, I couldn't, I I kept being like, Oh, I have to watch Raven. And I kept being pulled. Yeah. And Jujubee was completely lost and not really, she didn't really know the words even it seemed at times, but it was all Tyra with that face and the moving really performing. I was like, Oh, I I never saw that before. Me neither. I was like, Oh wow. Tyra's really like here. Yeah. And she looked good. I think Raven looked the best. Ray, this is with the blonde wig. Perfect. Oh my god. Perfect. I mean, like she completely transformed for me with this look. Yeah. And we're back. Are you back, Colin? I'm now back from throwing up in Johnny's toilet um, because <laughs> I, um, I, oh God, I, I, I'm not even that. I wasn't even that drunk. Uh, side note: It was because I just started doing this week, like 
earlier, like five days ago. I just started doing the ketogenic diet. Yeah, you know, I'm only, all I'm hearing is excuses right now. I have now. no carbs <laughs> in my body. And now well, let's I have... just say this is not Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour, no. clearly, because no. this is more of an amateur hour. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. For people that want to know, Colin has, over the past uh, 39 minutes, has started, went from miso soup to this sweaty bowl oh, of macaroni oh. in in just like simmering hot water. I'm cheeseburger soup at best. He is, yeah. yeah, his eyes are bloodshot. It's mm-hmm. it's really great. I'm I'm not an attractive <laughs> vomiter. I don't know how I don't know how someone quietly sneaks off to the bathroom to throw up. I I am not the Meryl Streep of vomiting. I who's like an ugly crier in movies. I am like oh, the Claire Danes, Julianne of, Moore, Julianne Moore. I'm the Julianne Moore of vomiters. There you go. It's not pretty, but it's committed. Because <laughs> I got fucking everything out. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's move on. So yeah. uh, I'm yeah. glad you're feeling well. Uh, yeah, we, now we can. My I was cat like, is making sure everybody's okay uh, over here. I guy. lit a candle. Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> Ella sees the candle. He's like, oh, good, you lit it. Oh, um, oh, so, but, you know, speaking of committed, Tyra in that video. Shoot. And I'm committed. I'm, I'm back. Yeah. I'm channeling my inner Tyra. And, you know, Jujube, I love this moment because she's like, you know, didn't you know all gay boys sing in the mirror? Yeah. And it's true. It's mm-hmm. something I, I'm sure. I'm sure straight women sing in the mirror, too, and maybe even straight men. Sure. But like singing in the mirror for me is um, was a very private, important moment for me because it was when I could take the words of females mm-hmm. singing. And I was a singer and, and emote them in my face and put them into my body yeah. as if they were mine. And mm-hmm. the first song that I ever lip synced into a mirror was on my own from Les Miserables or oh. as the French like to say. Les Miserables. Oh, is that it? Oh, yes. That's the play about the bread, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Uh, I well, I, uh, I think... French Revolution, Mary. <laughs> sure, that too. Um, it's that play with a really bad haircut, right? Um, <laughs> it's that scene, right? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she sells her locket for yeah, her hair. She yeah. meets up with um, the Barbara Fleet Street and gives her a terrible haircut, right? Yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah. Um, on my own. Is that from Five Goes West? <laughs> Um, so uh, Robin sung that song, right? On oh, my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sure, she sure, sure. On her own. Yeah, yeah, she danced on her own. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so uh, yeah, I you know what I love about lip syncing the mirror, or just like the experience of lip syncing, especially as a little gay boy with lots of of, of stuffed up emotions. Have you ever vomited in the mirror? I, I, I probably have. I vomited lots of places. Uh, they're like Sorry, Mary. they're like postcards. Oh, I'm really glad you're feeling better. Yeah. Oh man, I got to tell you backstory on everything you heard in this episode up until five minutes ago. When I had to hear it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, when you had to hear, it, I was like, I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna vomit. And then I was like, and I'm gonna vomit. Let's yeah, take a so break. So rewind yeah. and try to listen. Try to it. listen to me biting back vomit. <laughs> I was like, can I? I couldn't push through. You know, not a trooper. Um, Oh, if I, you would. <laughs> I was very much Jocelyn's bride, yeah. you know. I yeah. was, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> um, and then he vomited. And then I, I did. Yeah, I was Willem vomiting into an umbrella. Oh, it was Juju B. The vomiting we didn't see. Yes, the vomiting you know, didn't during the rocker see. chick challenge. Exa- yes, I really was channeling my inner Juju B. My eyelashes are on the floor. 
<laughs> well, hopefully, you know, black velvet's coming, man. Oh, I'm I'm gonna give you that hand and that <laughs> mouth and the yes mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we move to the run, 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 runway? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I the only thing I want to say about that mirror scene is I just fucking love the, the synchronized end. Oh no no no! no, no. I fucking live for yeah. that. Oh, Every it's time. great moment. That it's a great me, gift, actually. Let's yeah, make it a gift for this yeah. week's episode. That that to me is an anti-criminum. I love that they got oh, those anti-criminum. Yeah. yeah. The other anti-criminum being, of course. Style proper. Oh, style proper. That showed yeah, up twice. Style proper. Up, and I was very happy about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, well, I mean, I think the last day in the workroom, um, before we get to the runway. I notes on that. I think that we, we've kind of already talked about it, but the only thing I want to just say is that, like, this really cements Tyra's story because they're all talking about what it would mean to win. Oh. And Raven and Juju are like, we have a lot to prove. The producers really painted this story here. Yeah. They were really, and we've, we're falling for it right now. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, sure, Tyra. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah. you know, Raven and Juju were. And in I think in retrospect, sorry to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. in retrospect, uh, were noticing Raven and how kind of nasty she was. Whereas mm-hmm. I think when the season was airing, it was much easier to be like, yeah, fuck Tyra, fuck Tyra. I right. love Raven. Oh, she's so great. She's so funny. She's so real. Jujube, oh my God, she's so funny, right? And Tyra's mm-hmm. not funny. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm not, she's not as charismatic or as, as right. immediately charismatic or right. interesting. Yeah. Right. And I find her really charismatic. I do actually. too. Like, I, I just kind of love hearing her talk. Yeah, I really, I like Tyra and I feel like. She kind of becomes an adult in this yeah. this untucked episode too mm-hmm. I, there was yeah man tyra i wish she'd kind of come back like you know? this tyra that we're yeah. yeah 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 um yeah no it just it all makes sense to me now you know like all like this is where we really hear about why she's like i couldn't come home without winning like right. that just wasn't I, i'm sleeping on my drag mother's couch like i have to win yeah and it was like all right. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just, it's a million a, girls would kill for that job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it's a, I don't know, it's a good story. And it's, um, I really, I appreciate Tyra a lot more and, and her, her contribution to the winner's circle. Do you think that people didn't like Tyra because they thought she played dirty and that there's something tainted in playing dirty as opposed to Raven, who was just a, a two faced kind of person well i mean i think that this i think that we will probably talk about this in another episode i think there's some elements of that there have been suggestions that it's a racial thing yeah that tyra gets uh less slack than raven right and and for uh, we had a a person on twitter actually reach out to us being like hey i want to hear you guys talk about the backlash of tyra winning and how it relates to kind of uh the, the racism that's seen by a lot of uh particularly black queens. Right. Um, we have some thoughts on that, uh, but I think we're going to save that for another episode when yeah. it kind of uh, makes a little bit more sense. Maybe the reunion episode. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to give that its 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 due time because I've heard that before, but I don't have my notes together on like sure. really talking about that meaningfully. Right, no. right, right. Because um, there's other queens, I think, to bring that up with. Shea mm-hmm. Coulee, especially, I think mm-hmm. was when people were kind of openly about it and mm-hmm. especially Bob the Drag Queen, I think it's related to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um and Bianca, just kidding. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and Bianca. Yeah, <laughs> right. And Pearl. Yeah, and Pearl. Kidding. Poor Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> so, Colin, are you back for real this time? 
back, 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 and back again. Okay, um, who is after peppermint? Um, you know what I need is a peppermint yeah, <clears throat> from clearly. all this vomiting. Yeah, I'm seriously, just... you know, Colin, mm-hmm. I, I just want you to be well, you know. Uh, I, I don't want you to be embarrassed, you know. Sure, everyone throws up. Yep, everybody... Yeah. <laughs> Everybody throws up. Everyone vomits. Yeah, uh, that's a good children's book. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, w- I just want you to feel good. So, I, well, I feel better now. I'm telling you, it's be- it's because of the stupid diet. I have no carbs. Nothing's absorbing alcohol. Um, yes. So it's that's my excuse. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. Okay, Mary. So um, the runway, run, 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 runway, runway. <clears throat> RuPaul is in green. Yeah, her her green tinsel oh, realness. That green. I don't know if it's my favorite look, but it's fine. Yeah, it's not my favorite look, but yeah, it was fine. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, um, I also liked Jujubee's poof skirt. Did you? Because I, I, it was unfortunately a boot for me. Pin that, drop. Yeah, I just, I thought that the, 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 the hoop itself, that was a hiccup, not a vomit. Um, <laughs> sorry. Live and on everybody, the air. Everybody listening right now is yeah. like, <gasps> is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And I'm just like putting a finger on my lips, like, nope, I'm good. Um, oh, and don't just don't vomit on my cat. He's right in front of no, you. No, I know Ella is being <clears throat> the He's nurse. Like, Here, I'll put my butt in your face. Yeah. Oh, that'll help. Yeah. Um, He's a nurse. He's always been a nurse. Yeah. Oh, hi, sweet guy. Yeah. Um, no. So yeah, Juju's. It was. I never loved this look. And just a hiccup. Um, I'm just gonna take a drink of water. You talk. Um, yeah, no, I I know that I know why people might not like this look. I didn't. I think Merle was right with the necklace. Like it didn't look good. But I I thought she looked glamorous. I thought she looked young, and I you know I thought she looked cute. I mm-hmm. I, I thought it was. I like different shapes. You know, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was draggy. It was a little over the top, which I appreciated. Yeah, I mean, in the in the untucked, I think they talked about that. Like she was always getting the critiques that her looks were kind of matronly. Right. And so the idea was like look mother little, of the bride, mother of the bride, little mob. <laughs> um, I was thinking the idea was to look a little bit, a little bit younger. But I just I thought that the skirt, it, the shape wasn't working for me. Right. It and just, Tyra, Tyra said it right. Like mm-hmm. it just looked a little unfinished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She could have. I mean, Morgan McMichaels did that hoop, that like cloud exactly. skirt much better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it just it wasn't especially for a last look. I, it just. I mean, we're gonna talk about iconic well, looks. Well, last talk about look. Raven. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's move on to that. Oh, by the way, touch <clears throat> all of this skin, darling. Oh, I love did, that. That's did what you RuPaul said. Oh, yeah, yeah, Touch yeah. all of this skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when Raven comes out, I love RuPaul's. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know why. Ooh, I don't even Raven. remember that. Raven Cabaret, two thousand and ten, style proper. She looked fantastic. She did. This was not only her best look, but this look won all of the looks for this episode. Yeah, absolutely. I thought this look was great. I thought it was. She iconic. did it twice. She did it during the video, which I loved in the blonde, mm-hmm. and then here. Yeah, it was it was so impeccable and so Raven. Yeah, well, this is Raven's wheelhouse. Is like, this is how Raven oh, I think God, expresses her, her drag best. Yeah, is with hair and makeup, more, right? Especially makeup, you know, um, with a look. I think that's where Raven's essence really comes through. Um, and of course, this is obviously the look that Naomi Smalls later did in season eight, right? In the black and white challenge. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I totally forgot about Naomi. Yeah. Oh, Naomi. Yeah, Naomi Smalls. Um, you know, Tyra comes out in a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why she was, wasn't was red for wearing a bathing suit on the last challenge. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, she didn't have the mint dress anymore. No, right? I mean, and I, I, I've thought about this. Like, why did she choose this? Especially when Tyra's saying things like, oh, I just want to keep topping what I've been doing. Yeah. A bathing suit feels like a step backwards. I... 
I don't know. I feel like the choice, if she's going to do a bathing suit, was really good. It very much felt like a 60s kind of throwback. Um, it felt like, which I feel like is is on brand for Tyra. Um, I mean, I didn't like her shoes were terrible. I'll, I'll say I'll definitely say that. But like your shoes are terrible. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I liked it. And I guess maybe she knew she had to perform. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to just do a hard no and be like, nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that I'm like, okay, I, I, I could see why people are like, fuck that look, Raven should have won. Yeah, I, I if you're get it. if you're going in that moment, you I know, I get it, I get it, I certainly get it. In that moment, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the judge's critique. My only note, well, I have two notes, but the first note was when Merle is reading Juju B, and she's saying, you know. If I didn't know any better, I'd say Jujubee is overacting like crazy. Oh, when she's like channeling Borat in that line reading? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But for Dynasty 80s, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why even, like, why even, like, you know it's supposed to be over the top. Right. Like, right what do exactly. you think you're watching here, Merle? Right. right what exactly. else do you want from me? And, what more do you want, Miss Merle? Yeah, yeah. And I, I just was, I, I didn't really appreciate this, that critique. I was like, save your breath. Right. And I know you're trying to be picky, but it's like, you, you were trying to compliment her, but you didn't give her a compliment. Right, right. Yeah, no, it was, that was, uh, that was strange. I, um, and I felt like the lack of music after Juju's critiques from all the judges was like very strange and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it, what it reminded me of was the entire show is scored. Like if you really watch it listening, oh, there's yeah. like never, there's rarely a moment without music. Right. And so when there isn't, it's like, oh. Oh, what am I paying attention to? Yeah, what's yeah. going on? It's like yeah, when she says storm. thank you, mm-hmm. it was yeah, yeah, it was like this weird, uncomfortable silence. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like nope. Yeah, that's what it, it felt like. It felt like kind of this resignation of like, okay, well, third place. She yeah, she got she she got bad. Critiques. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she moves to Tyra and. You didn't do it intentionally twice. Yeah, I love that. And then all Raven or uh, Tyra does is just she just laughs. Right. It's like, and I'm eh, like, there you go. You got me. Yeah, you got, you got me. me. Yeah, yeah. And RuPaul loves this. Of course, of course, because yeah. RuPaul wasn't mad at her about it. She just wanted to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Just like when she said to Tatiana, she's like, "Cause you know, if you did do that, you'd be a badass bitch, and I'd be into it." Yeah. yeah is the under is the is the context? Yeah. Right. Um, we have Raven who uh, gets compared to Kelly LeBrock, mm-hmm. which is a huge compliment. And I yeah. looked up Kelly LeBrock because I didn't know who she was. Oh, sure. Um, and it took me a little while to find some pictures. Uh, and yeah, I see, I, I oh, see yeah. the, the emulation. Yeah, very much so. Um, in the face for sure. Um, then you know, as we go on, Tyra lip syncs against Raven. Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know. Before we get to that, I guess the only thing I was going to say is just really. Um, in the in the critiques that the judges have of the queens, I mean, you know, they note that like Juju, I mean, they're they're just like Juju is clearly third place. She got star quality. She's super intelligent, but compared to these queens, she's not going to win. Juju, eh. yeah, Juju, eh. Juju, eh. Um, <laughs> Juju, eh, eh. Eh, eh. and then you know, Raven being fashion forward, she certainly got star quality. There's a complexity to what she's bringing to the table. Right, she's kind of a bitch. Yeah, but I think you know, Rue's comments about Tyra were really interesting, where she really kind of sums up Tyra's appeal. This is a queen who's unpolished. She's a little bit hood. She plays kind of rough, but it, but she's tenacious. The yeah, tenac- the tenacity of Tyra, and like this is the thing that rue is really attached to um and while she, she sees herself in her yeah and while she says she still has to make a decision with the lip sync i feel like the decision's been made you know like i don't really think the lip sync made a decision 
Oh, you don't? No, I don't. I, I think that, um, I mean, I think the lip sync was great, and I think that Tyra clearly won. Okay. But I think the decision was made before Tyra won. I think Tyra's performance as, like, kind of in a dance hall, I, you know, it, it worked for me. Although I will say that Raven's interpretation worked as well. Uh, to me, it, it seemed, um, it, it, it was just very her. Um, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the one thing I got to say about Tyra is that she really transforms when she's in drag. I agree. Because I'm trying to see the boy doing all of this, and I'm like, oh, I don't. It's kind of like Trinity K. Bonet, like the yeah. transformation. I the just don't of energy. see James yeah. in there, and that is that is fabulous. And wh- whether it's because you're fish or not, it doesn't matter. The character that Tyra has created on the outside is Impeccable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I felt like this lip sync, especially not having to get a chance to watch her lip sync very often, it was like wow. When she goes down to the judges' table, I, yeah. I kind of felt like I don't know about you, but I feel like when she went down to the judges' table, and Raven's choreography was to like take her rap take, dress. Oh, I was like, oh, you're cleaning up after. I was her. like, and yeah. it's over. Yeah, and it's over. <laughs> right. Nobody's yeah. looking at Raven right now. Right. Um. Yeah. I just love how how drag transforms Tyra how James becomes how how James accesses something so important yeah. when he's Tyra Sanchez I agree and I think that is a beautiful story yeah um, and one that I think gets lost because of either biases against Tyra mm-hmm. oh yeah totally I think that people don't give credit for like the transformation that happens with Tyra and like what who all Tyra really is right yeah. right and then in true dramatic fashion oh my god this is great TV when Tyra wins and just loses, collapses. Her shit. Oh my God! It's such. And then TV. RuPaul with the, "Do you need water? Does she need to breathe in the paper bag? The paper bag? <laughs> like, oh, that routine. Does she need the paper bag situation? Does she need to like, go throw yeah, up? Yeah, RuPaul's like, yeah. I've seen this before. Yeah, I know how this works. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Tyra says that thing about like, oh, I forgot oh, and, to breathe. And Ru's face though, when she collapses, Ru's face is like. Oh yeah, oh. it was like, am I gonna get an Emmy for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this the oh, moment? Oh, I didn't think that. No, I know, but she could have. I mean, it was very oh, dramatic. It was, she was just shell shocked. Yeah, and you know, Raven helps her up, and all is well that ends well, and she's crowned the new Tyra, which is yeah. very kind of appropriate in the sense that she has like kind of transformed from the kind of guarded. Yeah, person she was when she started. Well, and it's interesting that the show, <clears throat> like, and this happened a little bit when Juju got hurt during the the filming. Um, the show stops feeling like RuPaul's Drag Race. Like the the the, the cinematography is different. The music stops. Oh, okay. Like yeah. it all feels more raw and more candid. Right. And it's interesting. It's all the way to the end of the season, and then all of a sudden it gets really real. Yeah. And I thought that was just kind of cool. Yeah. You know, like kind of a, an interesting twist. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the mirror moment now or do you want to wait until t- uh, we, we should talk about it now? Sure. What happens? So after the we saw this in Untucked at the end of Untucked mm-hmm. after the runway. We've never seen this before in Drag Race, which I thought was a yeah, cool moment. I love this. We have Raven and Tyra in the mirror taking off their makeup right after Tyra finds out that she won. I mean, how cool is it to see the queens after the competition is fucking over? And Raven is not having sulking. It. Yeah. Um, I understand. I think Tyra understands. The, I don't know if Tyra would be... Like she says that she'd be supportive and happy for the other person. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say uh, at that moment, but yeah. like 
yeah, Raven was really upset. I don't hold it against her. I think there are plenty of people that leave the show salty. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. And it's because they had other expectations. And again, like RuPaul says, expectations lean to resentment. That's, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it is. It's a really interesting moment that we've never gotten to see again where Raven, her lipstick message on the mirror is like, uh, keep reaching for the stars because you'll never be one. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's really, <clears throat> I mean, and, then, and and Tyra's reaction, she's like, what the fuck does that mean? Right. I don't know if she's talking to me. I'm a star. <laughs> and it was just a really interesting like last note for Tyra of like, whatever. Like, You know, I will say this, uh, and I think it's worth mentioning here. Um, Tyra, after the show, didn't really launch. No. And I think I, yeah. that, that, was, mm-hmm. that was another part of why people kind of drank the haterade on Tyra and also poked at her on Twitter and poked mm-hmm. the bear because it's like, well, what you're not you're not a next you're not a drag superstar. Like, what are you talking about? You're not doing anything. Right, right. Well, and I think that's the thing is like, <clears throat> you know, ultimately, I think a lot of how people regard Tyra is Tyra after the show, and they don't really like just look in like in the vacuum of season two. Right, and it, yeah, I think she does her her talents and her expertise certainly are, are exist in that vacuum. Yeah, and we have yet to see it blossom. Um, I will say that recently she performed in a battle on the runway. She did a Cardi B song and it was absolutely, she looked incredible and she lip synced really well. She knew every word. She did splits a couple of times. Uh, it, it was it was super sexy. I could imagine that. I, I still think regardless of what Tyra has done with her career or how much of a spotlight she has, I fully believe the talent's in there. You yeah, know? right, yeah. right. And, you know, maybe it's raising her son. Right. But I don't think many people considered like, oh, after this competition, she went on tour or whatever for the absolute tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she fucking spent time with her kid. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I guess that's kind of like a whole story. I think maybe he wasn't with her at one point And I don't there, I think it's a whole the, I, I haven't done my research on postseason two Tyra. I'd be very curious to kind of know the whole story. Yeah, maybe we should do that for the reunion. Yeah. Let's find out what really happened with Tyra. Yeah. yeah. The tenacity of Tyra. Turning into you know the time yeah. timing of Tyra. Yeah, yeah. The um, it, maybe she really then maybe that maybe then she becomes the the, the tyrant. You know? <gasps> yeah, not till after the, the tyrant. The tyrant, tyrant That's Sanchez. Right. Tyrant yeah, Sanchez. Um, so untucked. Um, yeah, can we take a little break and then we'll go to untucked? Let's do that. There we go. All right, Mary. I am back. It is just Johnny. Uh, Colin got sicker. And, you know, we have day jobs. We have, well, I have many jobs and Colin has a day job and it's hard for us to reschedule recording, but we want to make sure that we get this out on time. So we're just going to agree to kind of end the episode here. Um, We will continue talking about Untucked next week during the reunion. Um, It's basically a summation of the episode anyway when they kind of go through all of the girls. So we'll definitely take that Untucked in uh, when we're talking about uh, the reunion episode. Um, With that, we didn't really have much for Reddit on Reddit this week. Um, We did want to, uh, you know, let, let you know, like, if you are interested in reaching out to Colin and sending his regards or sending your regards to him, um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary or you can uh, email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at, uh, at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com and uh, you can email us from there. 
Um, I also wanted to give a big shout out to Fabian Rivera, one of our Twitter followers, for uh, this week's Last Chance Lip Sync. Um, which is uh, a really, really fabulous song from the 90s. Um, Alternate, Amber, and Jocelyn Enriquez from 1998 uh, did If You Could Read My Mind. And this is a song I will lip sync and dance and kiki and drag out to any night of the week, Mary. So with that, I hope you have a really fantastic week. I hope it's better than Colin's Sunday night. Um, and we will be back with you soon uh, for the reunion and a bonus episode. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> RuPaul. If you could read my mind, love, what a tale my thoughts would tell. Just like an old time movie.